Welcome to episode 88 of the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. The key to discipleship and the key to leadership is uncovering the warrior in people. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. We're doing a study on leadership principles from the book of Judges, and I'd like you to go with me to Judges, the third chapter today, and we're going to look at the first couple of verses there. It's now these are the nations which the Lord left to test Israel by them, that is, all who had not experienced any of the wars of Canaan, only in order that the generation of the sons of Israel might be taught war, those who had not experienced it formerly. So he's saying here that there's a remnant of the enemy that's been left behind because there's a generation that has not learned how to do warfare and that God's redemptive purpose was teaching them to do war. I remember, you know, uh, as a younger man, as a younger minister thinking, I want to do these things. I want to have victory in some of these areas so that the people I love and the people I'm leading, they won't have to fight that battle. And the Lord corrected me uh, one time and just said to my heart, it's not so they won't have to fight the battle, it's so that you can teach them how to do the battle, so that you can teach them how to fight because they are going to have their own wars and they're going to have their own battles. I think of Second Timothy 2, and that, that whole chapter is wonderful, but the couple verses starting in verse 2 say, The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Teach them what? To suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier in active service entangles himself or is snared in the affairs of everyday life so he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. So God is all about making his sons and making his daughters soldier. I think the key to discipleship, the key to leadership is uncovering the warrior in people. That's the fun part of discipleship. We can go through, you know, getting their life together and balancing their checkbooks and breaking addictions and being free and hearing from God. But those are all things that lead to an end. What is that? That they might defeat the enemy, that they might humiliate the enemy, that the enemy would run from them when he sees them coming to uncover that warrior. And I think we've discipled, in some cases, great character into people, but very little warfare sometimes. So God is not just looking for men and women who will respond to war when it knocks on their door. I think God is looking for some people who will seek out the enemy, where, where they know that the enemy's at, even though he's not a door, that he will go after them. Notice in verse 1, it says here, it says that they, that they will exercise, that, that they might teach them to do war. This is, this is exercise. This is the idea of strengthener their muscles that because they have not experienced war. So, you know, we, we take people through uh, the training program, but often we don't allow them to engage in the game. What if you had a player who was on the team and they practiced 
nonstop and never got in the game? Wouldn't that be frustrating at some point? Or what if what if the team never got what if the team just practiced and never had a game day? Wouldn't that get frustrating? And I think sometimes that happens in certain discipleship cultures where we are perfecting people. We are smoothing people out. We are, we are making people, you know, uh, pleasant to be around. We are making people able to contribute to the church in some wonderful way. But ultimately, we want to make them terrorize the devil in some wonderful way. So we want them to exercise. How do we do that? Well, they teach them the war. How do you teach them war? Uh, verse 4 says, they were testing the Lord to find out if they would obey the commandments of the Lord. That's what verse 4 says. Listen, you know, you want to know how to define, you want to know how to defy the devil? Do you want to know how to defy a tyrant? You teach them to obey God. See, if I obey God, if I'm going to listen to God and truly obey God, then when it comes to not obeying or not submitting or not caving in to some tyrant, that's just going to be in me because I'm obeying God. So obeying God is not just to make my life more pleasant, to apply the principles of, of the Bible like a self-help book, okay? That is the benefit. That, that's the reciprocal blessing of obeying God. But ultimately, the one of the blessings of obeying God is you know not who to obey, that you're not going to obey the devil, that you're going to learn how to do warfare, not just practice, but you're going to show up on game day. You're going to sit down at God's feet so you can stand in the oppressor's face. You're going to sit down at God's feet in his presence, and that will enable you to stand in the oppressor's, in the oppressor's face. You know, here's the thing about war and warfare. Warfare is not convenient. It's not done on, our, on its terms. You know, when you look and you study, you know, when, when I think of the Revolutionary War, I think of, you know, Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, where Washington's troops were literally, there were men that died because they froze to death. Can you imagine that? They literally froze to death because they didn't have enough clothing to withstand, you know, the winter storms. There were men that were had had their boots and shoes had worn out, and they were wrapped in rags. And they would said when when some of them would march, you could you could follow the blood trail from their bloody feet in the snow. War is not convenient, and we esteem and we venerate the courage that these people have shown, but we've got to get to the root of it. War inconveniences you. War disrupts you. War stirs things up. War is not comfortable. You know, that's why we say that, you know, the I hear churches say, well, we're a hospital. I say, no, we're not a hospital. We're an army that has a hospital. Armies have hospitals hospitals don't have armies. You know, when you're in the hospital, that you, you know, you're in a bed and they give you this little button and you press the button and people come running, you press the button, the TV comes on, the lights go up, the bed moves, you know, you, you're just boom, boom, boom. You know, you're, you're just dictating everything because you're the center of attention there. But you're made to get well, not so you can come back to the hospital. You're made to get well so you can go and do your life. Well, that's the truth of discipleship and, and getting healed and getting restored. So it's not all about just pressing the button and getting what you need. War by its very nature is inconvenient. It's, it's, not, it's not comfortable. And I think that's what, I, I don't think, I know, I can tell you from the text, 
That's what he's saying. He's trying to teach a generation here that they would know war, that they would understand just like he had in verse 4 says that he had commanded their fathers through Moses, that they would understand that if they want to fulfill their inheritance, they're going to have to fight for it just like their fathers fought for it. That there is no room just to be lethargic, to be pacifistic, and just sit back and wait for things to happen to us. God had enemies in the land that they would be the sparring partners for Israel that they could teach them how to fight so that on game day they could knock out the devil. Are you learning to fight? Are you looking for the enemy? When you see somebody that is being bullied by the devil, that is being taken advantage of by the world, when you see somebody that's under the load of sin, does something rise up to you or do you just go home and shut the door and say, if that comes across my threshold, then I'll deal with it? No, God wants to uncover the warrior in you. God wants to unmask that warrior. And to do that, he's going to have to break you out of the convenient. He's going to have to break you out of the comfortable. He's going to have to edge you out because, you know, we don't do those things on our own volition. We do them to face a higher calling and for a higher purpose than our own comfort. No soldier goes to war for his own comfort. He goes that those who follow him might receive the blessings that he's that he has sacrificed for, maybe even died for. And as we go forward, we pray that same thing happens. Not that they get those blessings and they never have to fight, but be by our example, they learn to sit at the feet of Jesus and stand in the face of tyrant. This is Keith Tusi. So good to be with you with Leadership in Context. Pass this podcast on to somebody. I'm sure it will be a blessing to them. Today, Keith continued his discussion on leadership lessons from the book of Judges. God wants to uncover the warrior in you. As a leader, God wants you to help uncover the warrior in others. How do you teach someone to war? You teach them to obey, because you defy the devil by obeying God. How do you teach someone to war? You teach them to sit down at the feet of Jesus so that they will be able to stand in the face of the oppressor. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at inourpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at inourpastors. See you next week.